Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer's Sermon Podcast. The readings appointed for this sermon are from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, verse 14a and 36 through 41, the book of 1 Peter, chapter 1, verse 17 through 23, the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 24, verse 13 through 35, and Psalm 116, verse 1 through 3 and 10 through 17. God grant us serenity to accept the things that we cannot change, courage to change the things that we can, and the wisdom to know the difference in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. So why do we baptize people? Why are we doing this? We have four children who are being baptized today, and our gut reaction is, isn't that great? I mean, some of you got here late and someone was already in your seat and you got some feelings about that. I get that. It's not even Easter and what's going on. But by and large, you go, it's okay because there's kids being baptized and that's good. Why is it good? Is it good because we love our church and we see people coming and they're new and we go, oh good, there's hope. We like like that, that. we like like the idea that our church is going to keep going forward and that people still want to be a part of it because we're scared of what the next generation brings and all those pieces. I mean, I like that, right? I'd love if this church didn't die on my watch. I think that would be fantastic, right, for it to stay alive. I get that, I get that. Is that what it's about? Is it just about us being happy to see the church full and the possibility of new life here in this little congregation? I know many people, if they were pressed, might try to come up with some sort of theological reasoning that they kind of half heard in Sunday school a long time ago when they were growing up, plus what they remember a friend saying, and they think, well, we baptize kids so that they can uh, be washed of their sins and and go to heaven. But I got to tell you, I I think if I pressed the people in this room, if I asked you all individually, were you all concerned that without baptism, these children would be going to hell? To a person, you'd be like, huh, not really a concern that I have. I mean, really, do we all sit here thinking that there's these four beautiful little children that were all, if anything were to happen to them, they were going to go to hell when they died, except that some guy in a dress walked up and sprinkled a little water on their heads and everyone cheered and now they get to heaven? You don't buy that. Then why are we here? What are we doing here? Some of you weren't here since the last baptism and you're so uncomfortable and you're like, why am I here? Maybe he will tell me. You're in luck. We're going to talk about that today. Throughout this Easter season, we're focusing specifically on the epistle readings, which you're hearing from uh, 1 Peter. And 1 Peter is a letter that was written to the early Christian communities. It's not written to any one particular community as far as we can tell. But if you read 1 Peter, it's essentially like a baptismal, uh, baptismal letter. It's like a letter that says like, so you've been baptized, what now? And you read this letter. It's this recognition that being baptized is being brought into a new reality. And the question for us is, what is the reality of our baptism? It's cool. It's cool. Um, She'll be back. She'll be back. Um, what What is that reality? into which we're being baptized. What's being changed for us? Uh, Melanie preached a spectacular sermon about this last week. If you didn't listen to it, you can hear that online if you weren't here. You don't have to hear it to hear what I'm about to say, so stick around if you missed it. 
but she talked a little bit about the changing of our expectations, that we live in a world where we're taught to lower our expectations if we want to know happiness, but in fact, we should be raising up our expectations to expect joy in this world, to expect to see God's presence in this world, to expect that God is working and active and to allow that to transform us. And that is correct. The baptismal reality is one. We are baptized not just into a community, but into a new way of seeing this world. We believe that in baptism, you are adopted by God. God adopts you and makes you a daughter of God a son of God, not a niece or a nephew, not a a great niece or a grandchild of God or a, a close friend or a distant relative. You are God's own child in baptism. And furthermore, we say that in baptism, you become part of the body of Christ. The body of Christ. Which sounds very poetic and mystical and fancy, but what does it mean for us? on a practical level. If we're going to be this thing, if we're going to be baptized into this truth, we might as well have some kind of idea what that means. Earlier this week, I was talking with a friend about Jesus because that's what happens when you're friends with me. And we were talking about this reading and, and about this language where it says that before the foundations of the earth, Jesus was destined to do this work. Before the foundations, before anything was even created, this was the destiny of the Son. And my friend Mike, Mike said, I've always felt like this reminds me that that Jesus is sort of like in the family business. That he's in the family business. That he even says many times, I'm about my father's job, I'm about my father's business. And the family business, of course, as Peter says, is to love. To love genuinely and deeply from the heart. This is the family business. So what does it mean for us to be incorporated into the family? Back in 1955, several years after returning from World War II, my grandfather, Leslie B. Duvall, started the Duvall Paint Company. You have not heard of that. That's okay. This isn't a major amazing story where, and then it became, no, it's just the Duvall Paint Company, industrial and architectural coatings, that's what we sell. He started that company and worked at that company and he led that company. And then when my dad was growing up, my dad worked for that company but he did not take over. My dad did something else, but then all three, my, my, we had, uh, I have two brothers, and all three of us, we grew up and we worked at the Duval Paint Company at some point. It was like a rite of passage, right? But I gotta be honest with you, none of us were expected to take over the Duval Paint Company. There was no charge from us, this is the family business, this is who you are. It was sort of this thing that existed and it was kind of cool to go somewhere where my name was on a building and then at some point uh, when my dad needed the money, he sold it and then it was gone and there's a Duvall paint company still around and there are no Duvalls there and that's how we treated the family business in my family. And I feel like that's a lot of the ways that people see the family business of Christianity today, of the church, of God's work. 
It's something that we think is kind of interesting and cool. So maybe kind of, well, definitely not cool. No one ever says the church is cool. But sort of like, you know, interesting and like, oh, this thing that we're a part of. I know we've got these customs and we're going to get these kids baptized. It's, a, it's just a thing that you do. It's part of our family. But that's not the family business that Jesus is about. That is not what it means to be part of God's family, to call God Father, to call Jesus brother. Jesus, Jesus, from before the foundations of the world, is destined to love this world and bring healing, reconciliation, to to care for this world, to bind up the brokenhearted, to save people, to liberate people. And now you, you are in the family business. If you are baptized, that is now your job too. Baptism isn't just about what happens to you in this little moment or some joyous moment that you forget in the life of the church. It's about the rest of your life. Baptism isn't about where you get to go when you die. Baptism is about who you are when you live and what you are about. You are about the family business. You are the body of Christ. You. You, I'm looking at God's daughters and sons right now. And what is Christ's work in the world? To love it deeply from the heart, to change this world, to make it more just and equitable, to create a world that is meaningfully and truthfully and practically better than it was when we got here, closer to the truth of who God is in the world. As Christians, whether you've come to church once or a thousand times, you've heard the Lord's Prayer and you know the words, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You are literally saying, God, please make earth more like heaven. Make this world more heavenly. But let me tell you something. As a Christian, your job is not just thoughts and prayers. As a Christian, you are part of the body of Christ, which means when you are done saying, thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, you say amen, and then you stand up and you remember that you are part of the family business, which means that it is your vocation, your calling, your identity is wrapped up in the reality that you are meant to be about God's work of love and healing, of reconciliation and justice in this world. You are the ones that are meant to help the truth be known. You are the ones that are meant to help people know that they belong completely and utterly to God as they are. You are the people who participate with God in the bringing of this kingdom. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, God. Now let me help it be so. Amen to that. We have four people being baptized today. Palmer and Flynn and Reese and Henry. What is your commitment to them? I am not asking that hypothetically. I want to know what our commitment is to these people. 
You are going to stand up and you are going to say in the baptismal covenant that you who have heard these vows, that you will stand by and support these children in their lives in Christ. Do you remember the name of the last person who was baptized in this church? We are so concerned in this day and age about what the church used to be. And then there was this pandemic, and what are we now, and who will come back, and what will this look like? For the people that are here, how are you committing to them? And how are you committing to this world? Because you are part of the family business, and these are the people that God has brought together to love this world into justice and mercy. That is the work of God. That is the family business, and you're part of it. How will we make sure our words are not just empty? How will we participate with God in the bringing of the kingdom? In real and practical ways, I want to know how Hen- what Henry's going to do to combat patriarchy when he gets older. Right? And what you all are going to do to help make that happen. And what we're going to do. Reese also will smash the patriarchy. I believe that about her completely. What what will Flynn do to help participate with God in the ending of white supremacy? What will that look like? And how will we help her make that true in this world? Right? And Palmer, somebody out there right now is growing up and they're not like other people and they don't know why. And this world might tell them that they are different in a way that does not belong. There's some little person, they don't know who they are and what they, they look like and what they're supposed to be. Palmer, as she gets older, will she participate in making that person feel loved and cared for, known and welcomed as they are in this world? And how will we make that true? Today is not just a celebration about new people coming into the life of this community, however much we love it. Today is a celebration of the fact that God is enlisting four more people into the family business. Four more people who will make this world more loving more honest, more true, more just. What is our commitment to them? How will we join them and join God? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, I want to help you with that. In Jesus' name.